Between the development of the 2023 Farm Bill and the ongoing process for reforming the federal milk marketing orders, the dairy industry has a lot to keep tabs on. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Jeff Lyon is the general manager of Farm First Dairy Cooperative. They've got more than 3,200 members across seven states in the Midwest. He's headed to Washington, D.C. next week as a member of the National Milk Producers Federation Board. Part of their discussion will be about the Farm Bill. Jeff joins us in studio to preview some of the topics. Part of our discussion will be about the Farm Bill. Uh, Congress right now is you know, holding hearings as to you know, which direction we should go. Within uh, dairy and the safety net program, as you said, the dairy margin coverage program, there's little or no opposition to that. Our uh, discussions have been how can we make changes, tweaks to it to improve the program uh, for dairy farmers to even make it more beneficial. It's been a great program uh, for farmers. Part of it we're looking at is updating production history for uh, farmers. That would be one way to do it. And uh, also looking at uh, the Tier 1 coverage, which now goes to 5 million pounds of production, if we can make that higher. The big... uh, determining factor will be is how much money we have available to uh, spend on the program. So that will make decisions easier as if we're able to do some tweaking to make it a better program. Other elements of the Farm Bill that dairy watches closely is the nutrition assistance programs. Looking at, at that side of the bill, what are you vying for? What are you hoping gets done when we look at dairy's role in, in that space? Well, like you said, uh, you know, the commodity title, which, you know, dairy falls under and corn and, you know, all the other uh, crops, you know, that's one title of the farm bill. There's about a dozen different titles, conservation and credit and uh, a lot of other different things. And the the big one is the nutrition title. You know, that's the uh, SNAP program and some other feeding programs uh, that we have for, you know, for the people that have uh, food security issues. The nutrition has always been a part of the farm bill as long as I've been working on them. That's going back quite a while now. 1985 was the first one I worked on. And, uh, you know, it's important. You have to have that as part of it because with Congress, uh, there's, you know, so few members of Congress that have agriculture, a significant amount of agriculture in their districts, but all of them have people that, uh, you know, participate in those programs. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, 85% of the spending for the Farm Bill comes, and it is for uh, the nutrition side of things. It's going to be rather interesting, and that could be uh, one area where it could uh, delay passage of the bill, is you have several members of Congress that want to see reduced spending in the nutrition area. Uh, you know, the SNAP program, food stamp program, as some people would know it back as it was previously. So they're going to have to figure out how to take care of that. Obviously, there's people that want to cut the spending on it would be one thing. And then also put in some requirements for people to be looking, you know, able-bodied people to be looking for work while they're doing that. So in March at the National Milk Board meeting, we had the chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, G.T. Thompson from Pennsylvania, speak. And he was very confident that they could get it done. He had just mentioned, you know, we have to maintain the integrity of that nutrition program, have to look at, uh, you know, the work requirements, but uh, just and have the transparency of it. But he, he thinks that they can get it done. When it comes to the timeline of the farm bill, are there other things happening in D.C. that you think may hold up passage? And what first comes to mind is debt ceiling conversations, um, other partisan issues. 
there's always something that can come up uh, with that. And, you know, and they'll have the deadline, you know, for this, uh, you know, fall when it expires. But my history of working with it, something will come up and, you know, you'll have you'll have disagreements because you might have, uh, you know, some of the other commodities might have some bigger issues. You know, historically, dairy has had uh, been one of the commodities that would hold things up for a long time. But I think within dairy, we pretty much have a good understanding of what we want and, and what we want to do. But other commodities, you know, might have uh, some other issues uh, to get figured out. And it always seems like it will get extended, you know, and it'll be sometime, you know, late in the year, or early next year. Probably taking up more of your time is the federal milk marketing order reform initiative. If you're just talking now to Wisconsin dairy farmers and maybe their farm first members, what do they need to know of what's happening right now with those discussions? With regard to uh, federal milk marketing orders, uh, National Milk Producers Federation put in a proposal for a national hearing to uh, look at uh, a number of issues related to the federal orders. Uh, USDA has until uh, this week uh, 30 days to uh, make an announcement as to whether uh, there'll be a hearing or not. Folks that I've talked to within the National Milk are confident that, and believe that you know, we'll get a, well, the secretary will grant a hearing. And then there's a whole drawn out process for different timelines, dates that you have to meet. If uh, you know everything would go according to plan, we probably wouldn't have a hearing start until August. You know when testimony, but you know there's a reason for that. You know, and it frustrates people because it is a long, drawn-out process. But there's a reason to that to make sure you get things right and you hear all points of view. Because you know, in the end, when you make the changes to it, it's dairy farmers that vote on the changes. You know, to the federal orders. So USDA you know, has the job and they they want to put together something that farmers are going to look at and go, this is what we want. And we're, you know, supportive of that. The National Milk uh, Producers uh, proposal looks at the class one mover asking to go to the higher of, taking a look at make allowances, which have not been updated. And and the make allowances get into uh, price discovery for components of milk. As you said, uh, don't want to get too far in the weeds because you can it, you can go pretty quick there. Looking at milk composition, looking at price discovery with respect to eliminating barrels, barrel cheese from the price discovery and only using 40-pound blocks. Those are just a few of the things that will be discussed. And, uh, and then USDA, if, when they come out with it, they'll ask for other proposals as well, too. To sum up why the dairy industry is looking at reforming the federal milk marketing orders, is to essentially make sure farmers are getting more of that milk check? Yep. What the, the federal orders do is, uh, you know, for milk that w- what's known as being pooled on the orders, then uh, farmers are paid a minimum price and have to be paid a minimum price for their milk. What the orders do is, it, people know, milk goes into, you know, it goes into jugs for fluid milk. It goes made here in Wisconsin. Most of it gets made into cheese gets made into what they call class two products, which would be ice cream and spoonable type products. So it's made into all, all different kinds of, of products. And uh, a farmer's milk might go to a number of different facilities. And the idea behind the orders is to be able to pay those farmers a blend price for their milk, regardless of where it's going. So uh, that's that's truly the part of it. And it's for the orderly marketing of milk too, because you have fluid milk, which obviously very perishable, that you need to move, and the idea behind it is is that you provide incentives in there to make sure we have milk to all parts of the country. 
Another thing that I know Farm First supports is the Dairy Pride Act. That Well, we're supportive of the Dairy Pride Act, which is basically uh, is uh, legislation. Uh, Senator Baldwin here in, in Wisconsin has been the lead author. She's been uh, just fabulous on this issue. And basically it would require FDA, in my view, do the job they're supposed to as far as uh, enforce the rules and regulations with respect to what can be called milk. FDA just came out uh, this spring, earlier this spring, with a guidance document, and right now is the comment period through uh, July 31st. They uh, met partway in their guidance document by saying, you know, it's it's voluntary, but uh, would require uh, manufacturers of uh, plant-based or nut-based products to uh, put on the label where it's inferior to milk, but uh, they didn't take the next step that we'd all like to see, is basically saying you can't call it milk if it's uh, from almonds or whatever nuts or oat or whatever. It's not milk, and uh, and we just you know truly believe that the the people that make those products are just going off of the good name of dairy and uh, the fact that, you know, milk is, uh, you know, milk and dairy products are so nutritious and uh, meet so many of our needs that we're, you know, working hard to make sure FDA starts enforcing that as they should. All right, Jeff, I had you on for about 15 minutes. Anything else you wanted to add before I let you go? Anything top of mind at Farm First? There's always a, never a shortage uh, of issues, so we'll see what we have to uh, deal with, you know, as we as we go through um uh, you know, the summertime here and into fall, like I said, we'll be very busy. The farm bill is a, is a big issue for us. The federal order hearing uh, will be big from the standpoint, uh, you know, be providing testimony, doing those kinds of things, and just trying to continually uh, explain it to uh, farmers as to, you know, what's going on and what this means. Because it, if you're not dealing with it every day and you have to, you know, you're busy farming, you know, it, uh, you're not thinking about it. And so, uh, doing those things and hopefully the uh, you know the market will change here and uh, and prices will go up for dairy farmers and we get some good returns uh, you know for our dairy farmers you know we're thinking about it all the time but uh, with june dairy month uh, importance of uh, dairy farmers always getting that message out and uh, just what uh, the dairy industry means to our local communities Jeff Lyon joining us in studio, highlighting some of the key priorities he's bringing to Washington, D.C. as general manager of Farm First Dairy Cooperative and board member of the National Milk Producers Federation. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.